the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Good morning and welcome to your car insider on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show, 602-525-1370. It's the easiest way to reach me. And before we get started, I want to once again mention Boys and Girls Club of Arizona, of the Valley. Donate a toy for a chance to win $5,000. It's the love of the club. It's held at Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale. It's between now and December 18th. And remember, you do not need to be present to win. No purchase is necessary. And the odds of winning are based on the number of the entrance. Also, special thanks to Joey Staples and Earnhardt Honda. Really appreciate all Joey's support over the years, helping me help clients get great deals on new and pre-owned Hondas and pre-owned cars, as a matter of fact. You know, one of the articles that I'm going to talk about this morning is from Car and Driver. It was dated 1031, 2021. Car buyers should be wary when taking out loan consumer reports. There's a ton of easily available data on the auto loan landscape in the U.S. So Consumer Reports collected information on almost $850,000 car loans, and turns out it's ugly out there. For example, over the past decade, the average monthly payment for a new car climbed almost 25% to almost $600 today. The total amount of auto loan debt out there in today in the U.S. is around $1.4 trillion. I'm making, ready, Jeremy? I bet you Dave Ramsey's doing somersaults when I tell that. $1.4 trillion in in car debt. Making matters worse, even car shoppers with good or excellent credit ratings might be offered loans at absurdly high interest rates. What's a consumer to do? Shop around aggressively for the best rates and focus on the total cost and the interest rate, not just the monthly payment. Sure, car shopping during a pandemic can be difficult with what shortages and long wait times, but there's another problem for car buyers out there, and this one doesn't have anything to do with the virus or the supply of semiconductor chips. Consumer Reports recently conducted collected data from almost 850,000 car loans from 17 major auto lenders and found that, in short, it's a mess out there. New car prices are way up. Are way up, of course, but that's not the only reason the average monthly payment for a new car is almost $600, a 25% increase from what it was 10 years ago. The other reason that there isn't good oversight of lending practices. The total amount of auto le- debt held by the Americans now sits at a not significant one, not insignificant $1.4 trillion, and some of these take form of what CR calls financial sinkholes or high interest long term auto loans that are a recipe for disasters for disaster for many people who take them out at the 
At their worst, some have annual percentage rates above 25%, but even a 19% APR can mean buyers are paying far above the price of the sticker in the end. Folks, if you have a car loan and it's 19 or 25%, better understand that that's based on your credit portfolio. A 19% car loan is something that you created by your credit background. Now, I shouldn't say it in a bad way. Everybody runs into trouble uh, and everybody, but what I will tell you is you don't want to run out if you have to buy a car and the interest rates are crazy. Okay, you don't necessarily want to go jump and buy a $30,000 car. Okay, another thing that people are doing, they're financing these over MSRP cars and the average loan for a person with, with the buyer's credit score was 4.5%. The loan they got had a 19% APR. Something doesn't make sense in that statement, okay? Because they can't take a loan that the buy rate was 4.5% and sell it to you, the consumer, at 19%. That's not the only off-putting example CR found someone from Texas who bought a new Chevy Suburban in January 2019 with a loan from GM Financial. Despite what CR calls a prime credit score, the borrower ended up with a 13.55% APR and a monthly payment of $1,628 for more than six years. That means an overall payment of more than $122,000 for a vehicle with the value of $71,148. It's more than just your score, okay? It has to do with how much money are you putting down, has to do with if you have negative equity going into the car loan, and it has to do with what your credit score is. The kind of lending means it's not a huge surprise that one in 12 people in the U.S. with a car loan were over 90 days late making car payment in the spring of 2021. Almost half, 46% of vehicle loans looked at in the data were underwater, meaning the buyer owed more on the loan than the vehicle was worth. The Average negative equity was $3,700. I would love to sit down with the people that do this research and look at the things that they're looking at because something's missing. If your car loan's 19% and you have great credit and you signed, there's something wrong. Now, if I helped people buy cars and their interest rates were 19%, yes, credit scores under 500 or no credit whatsoever, you're a first-time buyer, and you're in the States with a work visa. There's very few car dealer loan, I'm sorry, car lenders that lend money if you are in a work visa status and you have a social security number that's stamped on there that this is good for work purposes only, DHS. And that's not the Cadillac DHS, that's the Department of Homeland Security. Folks, there's you need to understand everything about the car loan when you're buying your car. I just want people to understand that if you take a six-year car loan and the interest rate is 10%, it's not 10% of the, the car loan for the entire loan. It's 10% of the balance every single year. So on a six-year loan, you can almost say that your finance charge is going to be close to 60% of what you 
paid for the car. Now, I'll never forget, I helped a young lady. She bought a little Chevrolet Cruze. She didn't have good credit, and she actually thought it was funny that she didn't have good credit. And I had mentioned to her that one of the good things is, you know, since you filed bankruptcy, you had gotten a credit card with Capital One. Capital One is a wonderful bank to help you reestablish your credit after a BK as long as they weren't involved in the BK. Well, Capital One wasn't involved in the BK. She got a credit card from Capital One. Well, she didn't pay that credit card real well. So Capital One wasn't interested in giving her a car loan when she couldn't pay her $43 credit card payment. Folks, remember, it's really important. If you're trying to buy a car, you know what your credit's like. You, you should have an idea. I tell everybody that I know there's nothing wrong with opening up a Credit Karma account. It's a great way to monitor your credit every week. You can see what happens to your score. You can see if there's any changes. It can give you the opportunity to see if something's going on before it gets out of control. I check mine every Sunday. If you check it on Thursday, you can check it every Thursday. One of the bureaus actually updates every day now. And I laugh because I have one credit card that I use in particular, and the credit card updates once a month. So if I use my credit card, it drops my credit score and it keeps my credit score down. But then when I pay off the credit card and it's a zero balance, my score bounces back up. And it makes me nuts that when I have as much available credit as I do and I put $2,000 on a credit card, it drops my score 30 30 points. If you have a 19% car loan, there's a reason. If you have a 21% car loan, there's a reason. You know, I had a young man that I was helping buy a car, and I've told this story before. He kept telling me, I got a 710 credit score, 710 credit score, 710 credit score. Well, when you have a 710 credit score and you only have one piece of credit, you don't really have a 710 credit score. When you're trying to borrow forty-five thousand, buy a $35,000 car, which is over f- close to forty grand out the door, and you put nine grand down, your first car loan is over $30,000, and your highest piece of credit was $43, and his wife wanted to know why the rate was so high at 4.4%. Well, the only reason he got approved at any rate was simply this. He had nine, saved nine grand. He had a good job. He had decent income. He wanted to get what he wanted. And, you know, they mentioned, well, why don't we just go to our credit union? I said, you can, but do you remember I told you I would be happy to send your loan to Desert Schools? Here's the callback from Desert Schools declined insufficient credit portfolio, insufficient credit background, okay? When you have a $43 high car payment, I'm sorry, high credit, trying to buy a car that's you're financing over 30 grand and one piece of credit and your score is barely over 700 on one bureau and in the 680s on others, a 4.4% loan is incredible. But understand what it is you're signing. I hate when I hear it from a car dealer, tell the customer, you should have read what you signed before you signed it. Well, I'm telling you the same thing, but I'm telling you to protect you, not to cheat you. Okay, I will never forget and I will never step foot in one of this gentleman's dealerships. He 
his finance manager cheated a client and his exact words were they should have read what they signed before they signed it. It's a used car. I don't care. I'm not doing anything. Folks, when you sign the contract and you take delivery of the car and you drive home, you do not have three days to change your mind. You don't have one day to change your mind. When, I, when people tell me, I made the dealership take the car back, nobody makes a car dealership do anything that they don't want to do. Now, I had a woman that I helped buy a car and she I knew it wasn't a deal when we left because she went car shopping and she was using her husband's credit as well as hers. Well, her husband gave permission over the phone to do all the stuff and he did a credit app online and everything was signed except for his signatures. Well, the next day, the woman called me and she says, well, you know, my my husband doesn't want to sign, doesn't want to do this, doesn't want to do that. He doesn't want me to buy what I bought. I said, do me a favor. Meet me at the dealership. She showed up at the dealership and I had two things ready for her. I had the keys to her trade-in and I had an envelope at the $400 she paid me. I said, here's your money back. You're not buying the car. Your husband doesn't want to sign. Here's the keys to your trade. It's no harm. It's no foul. It was her choice to give the car back, but the dealership didn't have a choice because they didn't have all the signatures that they needed. If they have everything they need, you own it. The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement and customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley regions. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joey Staples' goal. The staff at Earnhardt Honda participate in continuous training programs to improve industry and product knowledge and new ways to continue to provide top-notch customer service. Joey realizes that customers have a choice, and when customers like you choose Earnhardt Honda, you have put your implicit trust in them. Joey appreciates and is honored to have your trust. You can reach him at his desk by calling 623-463-4308 or visit him at Earnhardt Honda, located in Avondale or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon. Valley. Welcome back to your car insider on 96 of the Patriot. Once again, really quick. You want to win 5000 bucks? A chance to win $5,000. It's the Love the Club Toy Drive for the Boys and Cl- Girls Club of the Valley. And it's being held at Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale, located at 10401 Papago Freeway, Avondale, Arizona, 85323. You do not need to be present and no purchase is necessary. You know, I always tell people, you know, and and I get a lot of calls from listeners. And I got a call from a guy who was all excited about how much his used car was worth. But as excited as he was about that, 
He wasn't excited that if he wanted to buy a brand new one, the dealership was about five grand over MSRP. If you have a leased car and you can buy your car for way under the current market value, there's nothing wrong with buying your car. Just remember how you buy the car. The car has 9,000 miles on it and it's three years old and it's a Mazda. You are out of warranty. I had a gentleman call me one of the nicest conversations I've had in a really long time. And he's a gentleman that leased a car and he'd never leased one before. And he's going to have, in my opinion, probably a decent amount of equity at the end of the lease based on the fact that he put 9,000 miles over the entire three years on the car. And he wanted to lease another car. The problem is the cars that he wants to lease, nobody has any. And what I really appreciated the fact that we're in October, I'm sorry, November, and he reached out to me with his lease being over in January. Gives us plenty of time to formulate the plan. Okay, don't wait till the last minute. And sometimes, you know, people, they wait for the last minute They didn't listen to what I said, and it becomes an issue. And I have a client that I really, 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 really like, and he kind of did that, but it actually worked out to his advantage because when his new car finally came in and he extended his lease for two months, Bill got a real pleasant surprise when we showed up to pick up his new car that they had just announced four days before a $750 loyalty lease rebate. If you were currently in a lease, you got 750 bucks. So for him, it actually worked out. He went from a 19 car to a 2022 car, a new three-year lease, same miles, no money down, but with the equity from his car, his monthly car payment went down about 60 bucks. However, he had to wait two months for his car. And the one thing you have to remember is if in that two months something breaks on the car, there's a really good possibility you are out of warranty. But remember, if you extend your lease, your payoff drops, okay, because you're making additional payments. And the value of cars, used cars, and I have a little article here, and... Where's the article? Used car prices not letting up as predicted and the peak hasn't come yet. Okay. One of the reasons used car values are so high is these used car online places that are buying cars and paying ridiculous money. I mentioned earlier about a car that was at Carvana for about $63,000 and the original MSRP was in the $57,000 range. Back in the day before all this started in 2020, before COVID-19, I probably could have got that $56,000 car for less than 50 grand, okay? Or call it whatever, but nowhere near six grand over MSRP. It remains a poor time to be in the market for a new car. 
or a used car. According to Automotive News Report, on the latest data from Cox Automotive on Monday, wholesale used cars rose to a record high this past September. In turn, that means the prices dealers charge used cars buyers has also continued to rise. Now, remember something. I want people to understand something. This data was collected by Cox Automotive. Cox Automotive owns the following three things at minimum in the automotive industry. They own Auto Trader. Did you know that, Jeremy? Did you know that they also owned Kelly Blue Book? I didn't know that either. Did you know that they own the Mannheim Auto Auction? Oh, they own a lot of stuff. They own a lot of stuff in the auto. It's a separate division of Cox. It's called Cox Automotive. And it's not all bad information, but I do find it funny that when you're looking at a car online and it's Auto Trader and it says, get your instant cash offer, it could be Auto Trader that's actually buying your car through Kelly Blue Book's instant cash offer. Year over year, wholesale car prices are up 27%. Compared to September of 2020, from August, September's saw prices climb another 5.3%. The increases coincide with continued difficulties for automakers to build enough cars to meet people's demands. The semiconductor chip shortage, according to the most recent estimates, listen, I've been saying this for months, may not start to... Stabilize until sometime next year, and only in the first half of 2023 may the industry enter an actual recovery phase. Without enough chips, car makers will remain stuck as buyers won't be able to find the vehicles they're shopping for. In fact, recent data also shows many buyers are starting to give up and postpone a car purchase. I helped somebody buy a BMW. And I guess based on the fact that there's a chip shortage, the $80,000 BMW that they're looking at does not have a touchscreen anymore. I bet it's got something to do with a semiconductor chip. That leaves many people looking to the used car market to score a better deal or, or any car at all. But with high demand, demand high, prices will continue to rise. Cox Automotive now forecasts used car prices will peak between now and next spring. Experts originally saw a dip in auction prices the last summer, but the dip appears to be short-lived. The best cars to buy rather than new. Okay, And I don't have that article in front of me. I'll see if I can find it during the break. But folks, this is the most important thing. Understand what you're doing. You know, if you don't have a plan, don't leave the house, okay? Don't wing it. Don't shoot from the hip. Leave the house with a game plan and stick to your game plan. You know, one of the things that, you know, the math doesn't lie. You know, and I have a good friend of mine that I, I get a kick out of all the time, and, and he won't buy a car without me. But the problem that I'm having is when he bought his last Ram truck, there was giant rebates. His new truck doesn't have giant rebates. So even at the 72% loan, even with the equity, and based on the fact that the truck he wants to buy is about 50 grand, his payment's going to go up $100 a month. Remember this. The math doesn't lie, and it's very simple. If you borrow 
$1,000 at 2.9%, your payment is $15.20 for 72 months, and I'm within a couple of pennies, which means a $10,000 loan for every $10,000 you borrow, it's $152. So a $60,000 loan, for argument's sake, is going to be about $608 for 72 months. If you drive 25,000 miles a year and you finance a car, I don't ever recommend going longer than 72 months. We'll talk about this a little bit more after the break. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon. Valley. Welcome back to your car insider on 96 of the Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show, and the easiest way to reach me, it's area code 602-525-1370. Very special thanks to Troy and Rich Deschitis over at Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located at 8801 West Bell Road. Before the break, I mentioned let's talk about the math. So I'm going to use an interest rate of 3.9%. We're going to finance $1,000. And according to the loan calculator, a 3.9% loan is $18 a thousand. If I change that to 72 months, it's $16 a thousand. And if I change it to 84 months, it's $14 a thousand, which means if you have a $60,000 car loan and it changes by $4, a thousand. It's a drastic difference in your payment from 72 months. So if you take a $60,000 loan at 84 months, it's 817. At 60 months, it's 1102. At 72 months, it's 936. The cost of ownership drastically increases. Now, the only time I've ever helped anybody finance a car for 84 months was if they had a plan. Okay, the plan was to get the car paid off or they had to have a lower car payment because they were thinking about buying a house in two years and they wanted that money not tied up in a car payment. Okay, understand what it is you're doing. But remember this, if you're buying a car and it's $40,000 and you want a $500 car payment even at 84 months it's 550 545 the math doesn't lie and i remember when the guest sheets first started when i worked in the dealerships and the reason they did was it was to eliminate the brain damage and I'm not a fan of guest sheets, and I don't fill them out with any of my clients, but I have the information. And I worked at a Nissan dealership where we did it, and you would have somebody come in, and they would want to buy a $30,000 car and want a two fifty payment. And I'm making it up. They wanted to buy a Pathfinder. And we would take them out, and I'd show them a pickup truck. And they'd be like, I don't want a pickup truck. I want a Pathfinder. And you would have the conversation with the people. And if you delivered it correctly, they didn't get mad. You know, you went along the lines, folks, I'm not here to waste your time but I want to make this 
as simple as possible for everybody to understand. If you want to buy a Pathfinder, okay, the car payment's not going to be two fifty a month. Okay, you've already told me that you're not planning on putting any money down. So if you'd like to continue and walk down the path of looking at a Pathfinder, please don't be mad at me when I can't get to your two fifty payment. Okay. Or if you're really stuck at 250, let me show you what you can buy. And one of the things that I always used to tell people when I trained them is you don't ever bash another manufacturer. Let's just say someone came in and they wanted to buy a brand new Maxima and they couldn't afford it or they didn't want to pay that payment. And you just got done telling them how much of a piece of crap a Camry is or how bad an Accord is. And now you got to switch them to a used car. And the only thing you have is a Camry in the class of the Maxima. And now you're trying to sell a car that 10 minutes ago you were telling the people that they are buying a better car because the Maxima is a better car than a Camry and a Camry is a piece of junk. Salespeople should never bash the product that's the competitive product. Salespeople should say the benefits to their car. I used to always point out that in a Nissan Maxima, there was liquid-filled, crash-breakable motor mounts, which meant that in the event of a front-end collision, if the impact hit the engine, the engine dropped down into a cradle rather than going through the firewall into the car and crushing you. And the ironic thing was you could actually take a quarter and stand it up on the intake of the Nissan Maxima front-wheel drive, and you could actually work the accelerator from the throttle under the hood, and the quarter would start to spin. And you could probably keep it standing up for 35 seconds at 35 miles an hour. It would just rotate. Now, if you went a little faster, it would fall over. But the thing about buying a car is understanding everything that your car can do. And the advantage of a salesperson, and I haven't seen one of these in a really long time, a really good walk around where the salesperson is actually showing all the features and all the benefits to the car that the consumer is trying to buy. Uh, It's an unbelievable injustice that you should buy a car and not know what your car is can and cannot do and today's cars are so technically technologically advanced it's beyond my wildest comprehension my name is gary green i'm the host of the show and you can reach me at 602-525-1370 very special thanks to david garcia and alex medina at rodeo ford in goodyear arizona once again my number it's 602-525-1370 Welcome to Rodeo Ford, located in Goodyear, Arizona at 13680 West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Ford, you've come to the right place. Remember when a small business needed a landline? 
Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Welcome back to Your Car Insider on 96 of the Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. The easiest way to reach me is 602-525-1370. I want to thank all of the, the loyal listeners over the years. And obviously, if you've been listening for a while, you know that since May, I've been doing the show with Jeremy. Um, I'm the only host of the show now. And it's, it's, not that, it's not as easy when you don't have somebody to have a conversation with. But I try to do the best I can, but I will tell you this. My knowledge of the car business is no less uh, than it was when I had a co-host on the radio. I'm here to help you. And if you're tired of listening to me by myself, I can understand that. That's not going to change. I may eventually bring co-hosts on uh, that will... Join me on a, on a weekly basis, you know, not, not all the time. But, you know, one of the things that, and I'm not going to go into this article, but I thought it was kind of interesting. It was a car and driver article from 10-25-2021. I get a lot of phone calls from people that are thinking about buying EVs. I don't know anything about electric cars, okay? But one of the things that I found to be very interesting in this article, and I'm not going to go bore everybody with it, was this study calculates EVs have a higher real-world refueling cost than gas vehicles. I spoke to somebody that actually put a pencil to it, and he actually told me that he figured out with the way that he drives, it is $9 a day almost to charge his car. Now, if you're charging your car with a 220 outlet, it's going to charge much quicker than if you charge your car on a 110 plug. Also, the best thing is they're building all of these, you know, charging stations. Uh, The Hyundai dealerships are going to have plug-in cars. They're required to have X amount of outlets at the dealership, X amount of stations, based on how many cars they're planning on selling. Okay, I'm not going to bore you reading the whole article. It's actually quite a few pages. Uh, One, two, three, let's see, four pages. And the study calculates EVs have higher real-world refueling costs than gas vehicles. You know, I always get a kick out of it. And where I go is I go to MSN and I go under research under cars, under auto. And it's amazing how many articles you have that are talking about 700-horsepower Dodges, 700-horsepower Ford pickup trucks, and then the Tesla Model 3 is now even more expensive. They made a big deal about the Ford Bronco having a couple of hundred-dollar price increase. Let's see what this says. So they were complaining about a a $300 price increase from year over year. A Model 3 now starts at $45,000. That's up... $7,000 from the start of the year and after price hikes from all Tesla models earlier this fall. Okay, what that does there is if a new one's gone up seven grand, okay, a used one's gone up, okay, 
least model least expensive model 3 starts at 451 including $1,200 destination fee. The once-hailed $35,000 Model 3 in reality was very short-lived, disappearing into a secret menu of sorts and then disappearing altogether. They use the word vanishing. Okay, I, I've mentioned it a million times. I drive a 485-horsepower V8 engine, premium fuel, ma- manual transmission car. And I jokingly tell my wife that you know, in order to make up for the fact that I drive this car, that isn't the greatest thing for the environment, I now save and recycle plastic. She laughs about it. I keep a box in the cabinet that whenever I'm done with the soda or a piece of plastic, I throw it in there. And it's amazing to me how much stuff actually gets thrown into the recycle blue can that goes out every Tuesday. I don't fill it every week, but probably every three weeks it needs to go out. Uh Folks, I'm not here to sell you a car. I'm not here to do anything but give you advice and help you buy a vehicle. I really appreciate the fact that listeners call. I don't mind talking to people. If you just want to call and thank me for the show, I appreciate that. If you just want to call and tell me, you know, I I got an interesting phone call. I mentioned something to somebody. I mentioned on the radio that Dennis Lundy was selling his 1973 or 1974 Volkswagen thing. And it looked better than it looked when it was brand new. And this gentleman called me and he was interested in it, but I don't think he came to the realization that it was actually a $30,000 vehicle. He was looking to retire, move to an island. Uh, He was actually thinking about moving, you know, Puerto Rico. And he was just looking for an inexpensive car to drive. But the one thing he did bring out was, do you really want to own a car in Puerto Rico and not have air conditioning? Okay. I always laugh and think back, what was it like in Arizona in the 1940s when you had a car and you had a horse or whatever and you didn't have air conditioning? Okay, You didn't have this. You didn't have that. The times have changed. I've never seen anything like I've seen recently in the automotive industry. Used car prices are out of control. Uh, I called a dealership on on a new car that was by no means anything super special other than the fact that the dealership can't get any of them. And it was 7500 over MSRP. Now, if you buy that car today and you put no money down and you don't and you don't buy gap insurance, you are in for a really 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 rude awakening. You know, I was out with the gentleman and he was buying a used GMC pickup truck. And I do research for people. And I sometimes, if I like you, I'll look for the used car for you. And, you know, I found this gentleman a a used truck and he gave up on one of the things because everything he has is red. And he decided to buy something that was gray because, A, they don't make the truck that he wanted in red. And, B, he just want, he was ready for the truck. And the funny thing was we went to the dealership and he picked up the truck and he went away that weekend. And he called me on Monday and said, hey, I want to sell my BMW. And I'm like, what? He says, yeah, I want to sell my BMW. I drove that Denali pickup truck all weekend. And it drives better than my Coupe 4 Series BMW. It's more comfortable for me. So I don't need my BMW anymore. I'm like, 
Frank, if you'd have told me this and we could have traded you Karin, you'd have saved the money on the tax savings. It's like, so what? I don't care. I just want to sell my car. I don't want it. Made a quick phone call, got him a certain amount for his car, and I mentioned earlier, he dropped his car off on Monday, and Thursday he had his check because he had his title. If you sell your lease car to a dealership, a dealership, I'm not talking about Carvana, I'm not talking about, and there's a payoff involved, you will not receive your money until they have the title to your car. The funny thing was, I get a kick out of Frank whenever I help him. He's just a funny, good old guy, retired city of Phoenix homicide detective. And he... When we showed up at the dealership, I walked over and I showed him a Grand Wagoneer Jeep. Now, this thing is pretty slick. And it's the, it's the Jeep version of an Escalade or a Navigator. And when I showed him that the car was $102,000, he said something in Spanish that I don't understand. It wasn't bad. It was, it was more along the lines of, oh, my God, or holy cow. But, folks, sticker shock. If you haven't shopped for a new car in a long time, you know, they talk about the used cars for 20 grand being gone. The new cars for 30 grand are gone. You go to a dealership and you pick out a really, I, I, somebody sent me an MSRP on a 2022 Honda Accord Sport. It didn't surprise me that it was $38,000 because a Honda Civic EX now stickers for close to twenty seven grand. When I got in the car business in 1988, you could buy a pickup truck for forty nine ninety five. Okay, You buy a new pickup truck today, a new pickup truck today, the sales tax alone sometimes is more than five grand. I'm here to help you. I'm not selling you anything, and my name's Gary Green. I'm the host of the show, and the easiest way to reach me, it's 602-525-1370. Very special thing. Thanks to Chad Sasan over at Rodeo Kia in, Ar- um, I'm sorry, Avondale, Arizona. I'm going to sneeze. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, I'm, I'm here to help you. And, you know, I'm going to read an- one more article from Autoblog. It's not just car buyers affected by shortages. It's the entire global economy. We've done a lot of reporting how part shortages, particular semiconductor chips, and the coronavirus pandemic have been reducing the number of new cars being built. As a result, there are fewer cars from which to choose from on dealer lots. Prices of the, you can, those you can find are much higher, and as a major side effects, used car prices have skyrocketed. Holy cow. Imagine this article. All of this has to do with the plight of car buyers, but the automotive industry parts shortages and subsequent inability to build as many cars will have ripple effects throughout the economy. These ripple effects were detailed today by the New York Times and how car shortages are putting the world's economy at risk. It's an insightful recommended read. Okay, I have a good buddy of mine, Ronnie Starling, he owns Streamline Collision. If I've helped you buy a car, I hope I never have to introduce you to Ronnie. Because if I'm introducing you to Ronnie and we're not at a hockey game, it's because you had an accident with your car. The biggest problem that he's having right now, getting parts delivered to the, him, okay? There is a huge backup of container ships. I was reading something about the cost of container ships in the last couple of years going from $1,200 to almost $11,000. Try to buy tires. I was on the Costco website 
out of inventory, sold out, sold out, sold out. You know, or I can have the cars by November 19th. What do you do if you had a blowout? I mean, and I shouldn't even be talking about this because I drive a car that doesn't have a spare and I really need to get new tires. I can say this on the radio because my wife doesn't listen to the show that often. So normally I don't buy tires. I normally buy a new car. And I actually thought about it for a crazy second, and I thought it was pretty cool because my wife owns a 1971 Mustang Mach 1. And I was going to buy a 2021 Mustang Mach 1, and I thought it would be pretty cool to have two cars 50 years apart. And the problem was they don't make the car in the color that my wife's car is. Now, my wife's car currently is in about 10 gazillion pieces in my buddy Ronnie's body shop and I could paint it any color I want. But do you change the color of the 1970 Mach 1, 71 Mach 1 to match the 2021 Mach 1? And there was no way I was going to buy the 21 yellow. Obviously, my wife's 71 is yellow with black matte hood. I'm here to help you. I'm not here to sell anything. And I get to help you by having relationships with guys like Joey Staples and Aaron Arlanda, uh, Chad Sasan at Rodeo Kia, David Garcia, Alex Medina at Rodeo Ford, Joey Staples, Eamon Gill over at the Earnhardt's in Honda store in Avondale. Uh, I do business with, you know, I don't just do business with those four stores. Uh, I have wonderful relationships with people in all sorts of dealerships. Uh, I'm here to help you. I'm not here to sell you anything. I do not get paid from the dealers. Okay, I charge the clients $400. If there's a circumstance where the dealership is paying me, the consumer is not. Uh, I'm here to help you. I'm not here to make the transaction worse for you than it is. If my benefit doesn't outweigh what I can't do to help you, then don't pay me. Okay. And the most important thing, remember, if you call me and you don't like what I say, I'll always tell you when we hang up, I will wait to hear from you. I don't follow up with people. I don't chase people. If I reach out to you, it's because I like you. The hardest thing for me is I'm not a put things off guy. If you're not thinking about a car for the next 18 months, that's a great idea based on what's going on. But you don't have to call me and tell me I'm not buying a car for 18 months. You can call and tell me I love the show and I'm going to call you in 18 months. But if 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 you're just calling to get information about what's going on right now, it's going to be a completely different story in 18 months. I promise you. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.